to episode 9 of the Nerd DFW Podcast. I, Corey Vandersling, will be your host with the most, I hope. Seated to my left, co-host, Jerry Johnson. How are you doing today, Internet? These twist-offs are not as loud as yeah, I want them to be. I tried. I really did. <laughs> well, if you think that's impressive, wait for this. Oh, that's actually more impressive. A bottle of water. Seated to Jerry's right. Left. Left. <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe you shouldn't be drinking. <laughs> I haven't even started yet. This is number one, and probably the only one, because I forgot to bring beer. It's going well. Real well. Mm. All right. I have had, like, a super busy month at work, so I'm hoping we've got enough to uh, play ball here. But I was excited last podcast about the perspective of getting the drop on Destiny, the Taken King, uh, in the first week here. And Jesus Christ, I feel like it has ate up all of my week. I, as much as y'all have heard me complain about Destiny and how boring it is, I still decided to take it upon myself to get the Taken King because Corey played it up so damn much. And I didn't even know anything about it at the time. Well, but I know, but you just well, hyped it. I knew so much. You hyped it like a good hype man. I, I hyped it what they hyped to me. But you replayed it to me and you got me excited. So I did buy it. And I waited the 23 hours it took to download The Taken King. Oh my God, right? On, well, I use <laughs> wireless broadband internet. So, yeah. It, Even considering the fact that a uh, couple months ago I I hooked my Xbox One up wired, <laughs> so it's wired broadband or something like that. It still took me about oh god um, about seven hours. Yeah, well, I mean I, I'm plugged in wired to my router, but my yeah. whole house is wireless broadband. There's a giant tower. Oh, right. And we have a little receiver on our house. That I forgot that y'all hooked up via satellite. Yeah. Well, not quite satellite, but it something similar. Like it, yeah, it's slow. You're bouncing off of fucking Pluto before it yeah. goes back to the AT&T Center. Yeah, definitely. Okay. But, so, have you gotten... You, you said you were having to restart, or you're starting in back where you picked up from. Have you gotten to the new stuff yet? I haven't gotten to the new content. I'm in the House of Wolves right now, and... It, it's better than it was for the original, the original release. Okay. Um, because I don't feel, you know, run in, kill, 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 holy crap, a boss, uh, rocket launcher, done, next person. Now you actually got to do some strategy a little bit. Yeah. But from that. what I'm hearing on Taken King, which <laughs> I'm sure you'll expound on, is the fact that it gets so much better. Yeah. Well, at this point, I want to say that I've gone through what the campaign is, but I've gotten to that point where I would think that the campaign would end, Yeah. but they're still throwing missions at me, so I'm not sure if if it's a false ending or not. I just, I remember when I first got Destiny, and I got through the campaign at that point, and I was just kind of sitting there like, oh my god, there's nothing to do. Yeah, well, yeah. well that, that was the block I hit. That was the roadblock where I was like, okay, Destiny sucks. And I continued, I, I, I powered through it. And I'm sitting here today thinking to myself, 
Oh my god, there's too much to do. <laughs> I have probably about 15 quests sitting on top of me right now with their new quest system, which it I like I I like the I like the new quest system because you can track. Yeah, you can track them, but I've just got so many right now that I'm having a hard time managing them. Yeah, I that's exactly what she said. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all over the place. And there's still so much that's a mystery at the point that I don't know if I've gotten through the new campaign or not just because there's still so much that's being thrown at me. Okay. So it, it, it feels like there's a lot, but I'm so glad for it. See, right now... I, I hate games where it's so easy to figure out. Yeah, the House of and Wolves is still pretty linear. So I'm still, you know, go do something, come back. Go do something, come back. And for a while, Taken King will feel kind of linear because it has kind of that core... Well, they got they got to set everything up, yeah. But it branches off. Okay. In so many different directions. Well, I will say, like I said, it it's better. Destiny got better in House of Wolves. I didn't realize that you had to download each expansion individually so yeah. i thought i had them when i checked my cart on playstation network it mm -hmm. said would you like to download these expansions and i'm like oh well i guess i'll oh, download those no. and taken king Son of a bitch. there goes my bandwidth for the next three days <laughs> <laughs> and was it three days no i actually it, it, everything together took, took about 23 hours that's incredible God, that's still a gauntlet that's yeah so amazing well and i couldn't run anything on playstation network because then it pauses your download <gasps> so you were just watching it your daughters were running around in the background uh, play with me you were watching right, the status no bar. no i gotta watch a day in i gotta watch the status bar oh oh i just got a megabyte oh my god jerry oh uh, there's another one. Oh, oh 20 percent Yes. And that's a gigabyte. Thank God. Gigabyte, but yeah, it, you say it's gotten good with House of Wolves. It just gets so much better. Oh, I'm excited. So Reason I, enough to get back into it. Yes. If you're willing to spend that amount of money. If you're not willing to spend that amount of money and you still want to hang on to Vanilla Destiny, it's a completely different story there. How much money is it? Um, the collector's edition, which included both the uh, Crota expansion and House of Wolves expansion, and Taken King, I think that was forty or fifty bucks bundled together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I had the House of Wolves and the Crota from the prior. I bought the big one for Original Destiny. When they said that we're gonna have these expansions, you'll yeah, get you them. Yeah, you bought the the season pass. Or yeah, and so whenever I got Taken King, it was only like thirty or forty bucks. Yeah, I just I I had the same thing, so I bought that for thirty bucks. I think if you bought them all individually, it'd be like seventy bucks. Yeah. But if you weren't going to invest in that, and you were just still wanting to plow forward with Vanilla Destiny, I, I've got a coworker that was doing this, and there's almost nothing left to do, unfortunately. Really? They didn't leave a whole lot of support left for people really? that wanted that didn't want to upgrade. Well, I mean, really, on the grand scheme of things, how many percent of people aren't doing the online the? Not to mention the fact doctors that, that don't want to pay yeah. altogether the cost of well, Destiny and the expansions to the tune of almost a hundred bucks. And, why would you keep playing a game that so many people panned? Like, why would you focus on a storyline that everybody gave shit to? Well, because you don't want to invest a hundred dollars. And that's the thing. Game. It's kind of like whenever, and I'm a recovering addict. Whenever you try to get into WoW, 
World of Warcraft. <laughs> I did that a while ago, and I took the initial investment to get caught up however many expansions it was. And since then, did a couple more expansions. I'm finally over my WoW addiction. I get? still shake every now and then. <laughs> Tick. So 72 whole hours. Yeah. But it's kind of like that. You know, whenever I first looked into WoW, I was like, oh, you know, it'd be fun to play. I've got some friends that play. God, I got to buy a game and I got to buy four expansions or three expansions to catch up. Yeah. It's a lot. You feel like you want to just, you know, you want to jump in with the original content, but there's not a whole lot of original content. Yeah, you can't get that far. Yeah. In Destiny, um, the level cap for just vanilla, it's still at 34, but all the vendors are selling stuff for 36 and above. Mm. And the PvP stuff, where you used to have like five different game types, you've now got three different game types where it's kind of up in the air what's what's what is it going to choose for you i would love to get to level 34 <laughs> i'd love to get to level 21 because i stopped well if you get back on now and you get the taken king you get this little item that will jump your character to 25 just automatically and give you the gear to at least survive <clears throat> mother of god Ooh, and you didn't real in here because you didn't know about the vault system. Yeah, I... You got forced into using okay, it on a character I, that was like three levels shy. I was at 24. One level shy. And yeah. I didn't know about the vault system because the TV I originally used on, the the was it like res orange resolution TV? was terrible. And the screen... Was four-inch TV? Yes. The, the screen like went white. beyond the edge of the screen. Was it the old tube TV that you used to have? No, it wasn't that one, but... Pretty close to. <laughs> so all the all the it's stuff that it told you about was outside the screen. So I didn't get to read a lot. And probably when it said, "Here's the vault," I was like, "I'll click through this." Whatever the hell it's saying down there. I actually, ever remember them formally introducing the vault? It was just kind of something that you kind of knew was there. Oh well, there's my issue. No one told me about it. I never used it. So my level eight that's sitting on the login screen is still level eight, and my I level twenty four is now in the. 28 and 29-ish area. I, I, I had to put myself through a real hard ordeal and actually delete one of my characters. Because I wanted to re-roll and play through all the stuff over again, <sighs> looking at it from year two eyes. Uh, how how did you feel? It, it kind of... I felt kind of dirty. I felt doing it dirty. Uh, there's so much to do, though. And... I don't know with all that there is to do now in Destiny how I'm ever going to go back to doing Metal Gear Solid Five, which I just recently bought as well. How I, can you even? I haven't made that plunge yet, so. I, I did right before Destiny came out, so <laughs> I say only. I've only gotten about 50 hours into the game. So incredible. <laughs> like, that's so much game time. And it really is. And I've, I've, I would have felt like given 50 hours of investment, I'd be a lot... You'd be so far into the game. But when I back out to the main screen, it only tells me that I'm 9% in. Okay. What I really like about it is that... I just got, I got to interject real quick, just since we talked about WoW, whenever I finally quit. <laughs> I pull, You can type in a little macro, I'll tell you how long you've played yeah. game time. And I was at 11 months of gameplay. Like 11 solid months. Of your life. 11 months of gameplay. Is that like... Not, not playing it. 11 months logged in and actively playing. Like... You are moving your character. Yes. Is that just like continuous yes. active days, or is that like you know hour upon hour? It's like that's out like, it, like you have fifty hours. 
It's like 11 months solid hours. Yes. Not like just 11 months of intermittent gameplay. You literally nearly lost a year of your life. Yes. That's Actually. extremely impressive. There's, I've got friends who have a lot more than that. I'm not even slightly <laughs> upset about that. I, I'm kind of impressed. Mm-hmm. And a whole wheel of cheese? I'm not even mad. I'm impressed. <laughs> so All right, sorry, sorry. I didn't mean to... I don't know how fast and how deep you get into it, but I am really loving it. Like, a lot. Yeah, I got in quick. I like that it's not so... It's easy to burn a lot of time really fast doing fun shit without feeling like you're having to grind to do it. Like... You're building up mother base. And the thing is, I do grind a lot, but I enjoy the grind. I do yeah. too. Yes. Like, I mean, because I feel like my style of gameplay is, I, I do the style of gameplay that I feel like they reward, they reward you the most for. Yeah. Even though you can completely do it any way and still feel like it's a rewarding experience. Oh, yeah. But I'm going through it very stealthily. You know, approaching like the front of an enemy base Three times from three different directions trying to get the lay of the land. Yeah, or going all the way around the perimeter using the binoculars to scope everybody out so you can see their movement yeah, throughout. Maybe trying to find like a rear access yeah. from the mountains yeah, yeah, yeah. or some shit. And I think one of my favorite parts about it has to be that as you are taking people down, all the different ways you can go about doing that. Like, oh fuck, I'm out of a suppressor. How am I going to get this guy? I'll take a gun with zero ammunition and scare him into submitting. And you're choked out. So good. There was one time where I got kind of... I didn't know there was a guard posted somewhere behind me. So all of a sudden, I get an alert that someone's looking at me. And I have the clip in my hand. So I'm trying to draw out another guard so I can uh, grab him at the last second. The guy that jumped out on me... I didn't have enough time to change my gun. And I didn't think about changing my gun. <laughs> so... Instead of firing on him, I just threw a clip at his head. Think. And I threw it perfectly. That it, I hit him right in the forehead, and it knocked him out. No, it did not. It did. That is magnificent. It was perfect. Magnificent. Magnificent. <laughs> That's so good. Just that example, though, that there are literally dozens of ways you can go about doing anything, and there is no right or wrong way. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm gonna go through the game throwing mags at everyone. <laughs> We're talking about how you've been terrorizing the people that you have willingly brought onto your base. They don't want to be there, but you're kidnapping them via Fulton Extraction. No, no. Here's the thing. After they get there, <laughs> justify <you> go... <laughs> justify what you're about to say. You let the, your 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 lackeys, yeah. your 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 henchmen, your compatriots, <laughs> compatriots. They uh, the they compatriots. go through this induction process of letting them know all the perks that they get mm. from being one of the diamond dogs, mm. Mm. and true. eventually true. they come around. That's so true. And then, what do you reward them with specifically? Well. Every now and then, when you're back at Mother Base, you'll yeah. have one of them ask you, it's like, hey, boss, can you train with me? So I assume they all want to train. Yeah. So, <laughs> you, wait, you assume they all want to. Even they want to get better. They there want, are some that don't explicitly. They want to <laughs> bask in like, the glory that of the boss's looks, skills. That guy looks like he wants boss. to train. <laughs> he looks... So, you're big boss. So sometimes some of them are just looking at the puppy that I folded out, <laughs> and you... What? Well, I mean, they want to train. 
So I'll put them in a chokehold. <laughs> Such a good idea. I'll interrogate them to find out where they put the diamonds. <laughs> and then I'll toss them away. <laughs> so and smart. you know what? It's exactly what they want because they'll pick up their gun. They'll turn back around. They'll salute you and say, thanks for that, boss. You know what? I'm going to start utilizing this in everyday life. <laughs> Thanks for kicking my ass. People that I have paid to be around me, I'm going to start chokeholding them. And then when I walk away, if they don't say thank you, terminated. Hey, do you have those reports done for me? No, I'm going to have them done for tomorrow. <laughs> you mean today? <laughs> oh, thank you, Trinity. <laughs> You're welcome. Can't wait to see you later. Yeah. See you at the golf tournament, boss. It's got, it's got so much depth to it. I like basically everything I've seen thus far. I'm trying to tranquilize as many people as I can without having to shoot them. But it's weird how like the game changes when you run out of a suppressor, but you have to have a suppressor to keep getting through it. Yeah. So you go from tranking people to just straight up shooting people with a gun. Or, you know, if you're in an open enough area, Throwing. you could call for a supply drop. So, I've never used the supply drop feature before. It, it costs you a little bit of money. It, not that much in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Mr. Millionaire. It, drops, it right. drops pretty much an entire loadout of stuff. That's pretty legit. And so you pick up new ammo for stuff. You pick up new suppressors. Like that. For gear that has suppressors. You can keep on doing what you're doing. So, what I'm working on right now is grinding to get over a million GMP. Then I'm going to finish updating some base stuff. And then I want to build as much shit as humanly possible, like development wise. Yeah, I've I've I'm not saving up a whole lot of money. I've put everything into R and D and base expansion, so I'm never cruising around with a whole lot of money. Probably in so. my pockets. You don't need a whole lot though, and I imagine the further you get into it, the more you will get for each mission. So, yeah, and I'm also running into development projects right now that, you know, for a certain gun, it may need like 120,000 yeah. GMP. And usually when I get done doing what I'm doing for a day or, or for, a, for a deployment, I'm sitting around 100,000. So there's no, I'm always sitting at some point where I'm one piece of uh, development away from being completely broke. So when you're doing this, are you developing a lot of like weapons? Because the only thing I'm really developing are Fulton extraction things, things for the Blackhawk, and trank features. And yeah, the stuff I always want Blackhawk to be bigger and better. Yeah. I'm always yeah, looking. You know, I definitely I really, want a bigger Blackhawk. Well, it, the bigger your Blackhawk is, the bigger the Fulton rod is. And um, my Fulton rod on my Blackhawk... Pretty impressive. I think we can't yeah. talk about Black Ox on the radio. Are you sure? It's a formidable opponent. Yeah, I mean... Mine literally picks a man There's up. no <laughs> real substitute for a Black Ox when you really need it. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's definitely uh, proven. Now that we're all in agreement on that piece of information... But yeah, I've, I've gone as far as I can with my Fulton extraction right now. I don't need like another specialist up, to get I in. I was going to say, are you able to like lift out cargo... At this point, the no. most I can lift out are uh, small gun emplacements and whatnot. So that's what I can do. The next step up is like big AA artillery and small vehicles. Like and there's another step up for like heavy vehicles and uh, containers of like raw, unprocessed uh, materials. Where do you think the sheep and rams go when you fold those things out? Because <laughs> the dog went back to the base. 
I haven't seen a sheep once. Uh, they said that they actually, uh, you, one of the partners that you have with the Diamond Dogs is an animal preserve. Well, we're so awesome. We're green. You're philanthropists. Yeah, going so green. I was getting concerned because my soldiers' sweaters were starting to look a lot thicker, <laughs> warmer in the winter months. Yeah, we're outsourcing it. Base development. Factory. You're looking into alternative sources of, you know, warmth. Yeah, it's a uh, we're we run a very organic ship at the Diamond Dogs. Yeah. <laughs> I love that game. I can talk about it this entire time. Yeah, I'm just we were talking about a mission earlier where we had to go and get a uh, retrieve some sort of experimental form of rocket launcher, and it sounds like our playthroughs were completely different. Yeah, totally different. And. I think that's part of the thing that I like best about it. I went through, and as I came out of it, there's a group of mercs called the Skull Faces, which in normal Metal Gear fame, jump around like they're some kind of Silent Hill flunkies. And then... Yeah, it looks like something straight out of fucking sci-fi. They look like teleporting zombies. Yeah, that's basically what the... And they, they were past soldiers. Get it, Jerry. Girlfriend. So... You run out, and Revolver comes over the radio, and he's like, Look, I told you not to use that huge rocket launcher, but now seems like a good time to use that huge rocket launcher. <laughs> so, uh, I pick it up and just start shooting people, and I finish it, and I'm like, Oh my god, I did so great. I killed everybody with this rocket launcher. Spoilers. And then Corey rolls over. Yeah, I, I didn't intend to have any spoilers done for me, but someone let me know that if that mission... I'm going to encounter some serious fucking uh, resistance at the end of the mission. Yeah. So before I picked up that rocket launcher, I uh, I Fultoned in another loadout that had some real heavy artillery. And I never end up using the rocket launcher that you pick up. And I got an achievement, or I got a... It wasn't an achievement, but it was like a, some special secret objective to not use that rocket launcher that I got to happen for me. That's so much better. So... Have you ever felt super demoralized by a game? I imagine anybody that's played <laughs> Dark Souls probably has. Um, the fact that I got chick rating, like the first four missions that I did. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't feel chick. super happy about that. You no. get a chick rating? Well, it's literally a chick, like a baby chicken. Like a little baby chicken. And the pose, the pose that they... chicken is the best part. Like the head's kind of off to the side. Like the wings are out just a little bit like... It's just running around, not If there were color with those after mission reports, yeah, yeah. it would be just a little fuzzy yellow Running jet. without a care in the world. <laughs> and it happened so many times after I thought I'd done so well that I was like, well, obviously, that's the top thing that you can get. And then today, <laughs> Obviously, today, I'm a badass. Today, I got the octopus, and I was like, all right, well, that's way cooler. Which means the first four or five <laughs> missions I did, I was just a little bitch. Yeah. If you go back and look at your missions, or like just, if you look like you're trying to find a new mission, yeah. you see all the old ones that are grayed out, Yeah. you can then see what all the optional objectives were for that. And you can see how horribly you actually did on the mission. So, whenever you There's beat, a lot of that for me that I missed. When you beat Guns of the Patriots, as you're going through it, Metal Gear Solid 4. As you're going through it... I've never played Metal Gear Solid PlayStation exclusive. You don't have to. After you beat it... um, Jerry, (laughs) put one up in the PS. When you beat it, you can elect to go back and play it again, but you have everything that you developed the entire time that you played. 
So any weapons that you created, any money that you had, cloaks, boxes, whatever, you had all that shit. Yeah. You gotta watch out for that cardboard box. I, uh, watch out for that cardboard box. I remember box. in Metal Gear Solid 2, once you beat it for the first time, you got an infinite ammo bandana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they created, what, they was, they wasn't that if you went through without killing anyone, though? Or was that, so. that was Metal Gear 1. Probably so. Yeah, if you went through without killing anyone, and you yeah. tranked everyone to then That's you it. got a bandana for unlimited ammo. Which is super hard to do. Yes. But. Psycho Manus? What I'm wondering. Psycho Manus. What I'm wondering is. Is it going to be the same thing with this one? Like if I like to go back oh my and just gosh. play it over again. Is my mother base fully built? Do I benefit from having a hundred different henchmen doing all sorts of different shit. With their level up around whatever the cap is. Yeah, and can I go into the first mission having like an extremely developed rocket launcher that I can blow up everything in sight? Yeah. The or thing like, is, Trinity's still going to get a chick rating. I am still <laughs> going to get a chick rating. God damn you, Jerry. Or, better, what about that sniper rifle train dart? Then I could be hundreds of yards away just picking people off. Yeah, that's one of the things that I made sure to develop the second that I got it because... I just want to be able to... That's my play style, and I want to be able to hit people from way far away. I have so much more fun with that. I don't have... I'm not at the development level yet, and I think you and me are almost at the same point. Yeah. Now. We just finished you're, the Red Brass. It, it, it says that yours is at 7%. I'm at 9%. Yeah. We're both about 50 hours or so yeah. in. Which is... Mighty. Dude, I cannot wait, and are, are you glad that I... Told you to expect to find uh, the little puppy. I am so excited because... I can't wait until it starts going out on deployments. I was hanging out, trying to figure out why I couldn't find that dog. And I thought I heard it at one point. Yeah. I think after you told me, and I was like, it's around here. And so I just started running around. I think I spent 30 minutes just running around looking for that goddamn dog. The very next mission I deployed, he was just hanging out where I dropped off. Yeah. I was like, oh. Puppy. Yeah, it's not. They don't make it hard to find at all. Wait there for like five seconds, and he just walks right up to your feet. God, I love that dog. My fake dog. I like my real dog. I love the fake dog. <laughs> no big. But yeah. Have you seen some of the stuff that he'll do for you once he gets trained up enough to go out? So the last thing that I got was Ocelot telling him to jump on the helicopter, and then it's like pause. Almost he tries to get up there. Yeah, and he yeah, like slips yeah. off. Slips off. The cutest thing that's Cute ever happened. Shit. God damn dog. Uh, but that was the last thing that I got for it. Yeah, that's the last thing that I... Last kind of cinematic thing that I've seen from him, too. Yeah. Y'all all right, ladies? I mean, damn. Look, this dog <laughs> is amazing. I can't handle you right now. I've, I've seen at one point where just like you can kind of order your horse to yeah. like come up and find you or... If you have uh, leveled your horse up enough, you can tell him to shit on command. Oh, that's have where my horse is. That yet? It yeah. just got there. It just got that. I was watching him, <laughs> watching his gameplay, and I said, "Did it just say that you can tell it to defecate?" Because except the order is do it. Yeah. <laughs> on my last mission, I had to leave my horse in the middle of the road in order to get them to stop their car, so I could trank all of them one after the other, and then lift them out because that's one of the things for it. You have to airlift out him and his entire crew at the same time. So I did, but I was like, fuck, what if he hits my horse and kills it? That would really bum me out. <laughs> I mean, less than if he had killed the dog, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, I've seen a YouTube video of uh, the dog going out with you on deployment instead of the horse. You can order it to attack your enemies from a distance. What? So he'll just, like, creep up on bad guys and then just, like, go for the throat. That is incredible. Oh. Awesome. 
Man. There goes your no kill. Yeah, I don't need to worry about the no kill anymore. I'm just yeah. going to send my dog out to get bloodthirsty. Go. Once it tastes man, the ultimate game. And then in this last mission that we were doing before we started, you started hearing chatter about quiet. Yeah. And I'm not going to talk about quiet because I know more than I should because people fucking spoil shit for me. Stay quiet but, about uh, quiet. All I'm going to tell you is that you're going to get a chance to recruit quiet. And you do that. And you I do it. I should or go do it. Or it happens regardless. You, I, I think you have the option to pass it up. Don't, don't pass don't it up. Do it. <laughs> don't fuck that up. Yeah. Ow. Sorry, money hurt. I'm Quite's a badass sniper. God, you know what? It's going to help you out in the most awesome of ways. I can't wait to just have a fully ramped team that just dominates some shit. Because can't you send your team out on their own at some point? Yeah, but it's not on the same missions that you do. I've, I've gotten to that point where you can send them out on their own missions and they'll bring back money and uh, materials. Yeah. It, they, Depending upon the percentage that it gives you, some of them could die. And I just experienced that for the first time. No shit! I wanted to have a funeral for uh, Corey. Grizzly Ox or whatever they call it. Grizzly Ox. <laughs> they named my... these guys the weirdest things. That's my favorite part of, Bingo, <laughs> of the entire thing. I'm... It's like Angry Hippo. What the fuck? Dizzy Hippo was Dizzy your Hippo, troublemaker. That was actually it. Um, That's great. Yeah, it's upsetting. <laughs> In the very least, that I didn't have a cool name like Dizzy Hippo or Ladasha. Ladasha. L A dash A. God, that kid is gonna hate his mother. Yeah. Calling that baby Ladasha. That is fucked up. You got the wrong number though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, we've actually managed to spend about half an hour talking about games. I'm yeah, happy about that. I am shit. But uh, about what we've done here. Y'all want to take a break? Real quick, a miniature, and come break. back to uh, something, some stuff that may not be game related. Maybe. Sure. Maybe. Is it about Black Hawks? I mean, that's the, gonna be in there at some point. It's gonna be the name of this episode. Black Are we talking about hockey? It's vital. I think you know what we're. There's talking no substitute about. for Black Hawks. It's true. The helicopter. All right. The helicopter. So hockey team. We're gonna take a quick break. Helicopter. It's gonna be even quicker for y'all. Helicopter. And we're gonna be back. Sounds we'll good. see you back here in five seconds. Cool. And we are back to podcast. Yeah. Um, I wanted to... Uh, jump back in from the break at this time right here we're actually talking about tattoos right now and what we're kind of thinking for our what we want next if we ever go for a next because money (laughs) (laughs) story of everything you just pulled up a picture of this uh fractal design that uh i love the look of fractal shit shit this one is a i've been thinking a lot about how cool it would be to get a leg sleeve um, or at least up to the knee, and I've been looking a lot at geometrics. And oh, yeah, that's what, yeah, sorry, that's what I'm going to say, geometric, not fractal stuff. No, 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 and it's so cool looking. Like, the, it's tight line work, the designs can vary, but they stay really cohesive because it's the same type of thing. With a lot of small designs creating one larger piece. Yeah. I think they're so clean, but money. Yeah. 
I, I love the look of those geometric ones. Uh, what I just mentioned a minute ago about what I want for my next one is I want a double pinup with Cortana from Halo and Edie from Mass Effect. Okay. The version of Edie where she gets the uh, she actually gets the body that she mm-hmm. can use. Yeah. I'd like to have like the two of them hanging off of each other, either under the the eight bit heart that I have on one arm or just on the other arm so that they can occupy more space what if, more yeah. detail what if you had them on either side of the heart that's what I was saying what if they were hanging off both sides of the heart you see what I'm saying yeah so you I, have like I wouldn't be sure how to do that so you have like someone that actually does this for a living the heart could be where defense. gaming started with 8-bit and then you could have Cort- you know Cortana and Edie like coming off it because that's where gaming is gone mm-hmm That'd be, that might be neat. I, I'd love to make that work. That, I, 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 that was kind of my envisionment for this entire left arm was to do all kind of like an, an entire gaming arm. That's fantastic. So I could fill it fantastic. up with gaming shit at some point. That would be really but cool. But money. But money, yeah. yeah. Money. That's the craziest. They're so expensive. But I gotta say, your 8-bit heart looks fantastic. It's it's not perfect. I mean, there are a couple little flaws in there, but well, I, I still, I love it. But I like how I we shaded it. out like the pixels. It looks great. I love it. So I've got I've got a tattoo drawn up that I want, but money. <laughs> yeah, well you uh, you described it as a couple of car, a uh, couple of guitars crossing. Yeah, a bass guitar and a regular guitar creating a cross and a path going off to a sunset with a swallow over the top to accentuate sailing history in the military. Oh, okay. So uh, when you first said the guitars crossing, I had a different idea that I think would also kind of work with your sailing history. Uh, make the two guitars crossing like the crossbones. Mm. Crossbones. I see what you're saying. The uh, the music pirate. Yeah, I like that. Or the guitar pirate. Yeah. Clean. I like that too. But yeah, the the cross being, I've played in... It sounds more beautiful. Four four (laughs) praise bands now for church. So... I've also had this idea that would cost a ridiculous amount of money You've seen uh, those types of tattoos where it looks like they've ripped away your skin. Oh, the realistic, yeah. Uh, have you seen the ones where they do that and they instead put on like uh, robot parts on the inside? Yes, yes. Have you seen Machine the one inside? On Victor's right arm? I think so. Like that? I don't know if I've seen that one. I, I want to do something like that too. That's so super cool. He just it's got so one. super expensive though, isn't it? Because uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's so much coverage. What do they call that? There's a certain yeah, style too. I don't remember what the name is, and I could spend a lot of time looking that up, but it's going to be really quiet. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> what was I going to tell you? Oh, he just got a new one done, and it is Linda Blair from The Exorcist. Oh, oh shit. It is so clean. It looks so good. Dude, he's got some really good looking tattoos. I want to get in touch awesome with tattoos. his... Do I want to get in touch with his artist? I think Have I heard strange things about his artist? No, she's so super good. She does most of his stuff. I think the Linda Blair one was somebody different, but it's, I mean, I can't remember her name. Even if you went to her, she would be great. Great, great. Well, anyways, before we got off on tattoos, we were talking about fantasy football here. Yes. Break, and I will come back to that. Because... This this is the first year that I've done fantasy football, and we're in just about through with week two here. Almost and I through. I still find myself asking the question, what the hell am I doing? And what? Why? You are living a dream is what you're doing. 
When it, you say living a dream, do you mean living stuck a in a nightmare? No, I mean living a dream. Like having Amari Cooper score damn near 17 points, 12 of which were in the first four minutes of the game. Okay, I can track metrics and whatnot for games all day long. Sports, I, 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 can I sports ball? Yeah, well... I don't know sports. Well, like, whenever I first started playing fantasy a long time ago, <laughs> I didn't give two flying youth. shits about sports metrics, ever. But then I got into fantasy football, and I was found myself watching every game as opposed to just watching the Cowboys game and actually tracking stats. I still have not watched a game this year. I'll say this. Um, I am taking a lot more joy in watching teams that aren't the Cowboys. Yeah. I love the Cowboys. Still my favorite team. But if the Falcons are playing and Julio Jones is tearing it up, I'm into that game now. Well, exactly. And, and like I said, today, Amari Cooper, like, you would have never heard me screaming and hollering for the Raiders, right? Never. <laughs> no one, no, one would. no I, don't, I don't even think... People who live in Oakland cheer for the Raiders. <laughs> but today, in the first couple minutes, he caught a 60-yard pass for a touchdown. Right? So that's a 12-point yeah. play. I, you, you'd have thought I was having an orgasm in the back room from how much I was screaming. Okay? It was hilarious. And it was for a Raiders game. So, so y'all are approaching this the way that I feel like people should. I still can't be bothered enough to appreciate pro football. Well, I've got... Here's the deal. Um, I'm going to need you to get it together and start appreciating it. Because losing is one thing. Losing <laughs> How's that going, Trinity? Losing to someone who's pretty much playing on autopilot. Really, really. Run the wrong way. Well, hey, when everyone started trash-talking early, it forced me to look up some stats, and uh, my Sanders guy converted two touchdowns in Emmanuel 80 Sanders. years. <laughs> Emmanuel that, Sanders, hey, that, that Sanders guy. Is it Colonel, Colonel Sanders? Was that, is that who it was? He's so good. He's back. <laughs> <laughs> That, and that's about as hard as I can sports right there. Okay. You just heard it. Okay. <laughs> well, I will say I am playing against my wife this week in fantasy. So that's, there's no good way for that to end up because one of us is going to win and one's going to lose. There's a good way. You need to find a way to lose. Yeah, that's not happening. Why is there so much drama with fantasy football? Because it's all about winning. Because I ran into the situation last week where I, 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 it was my backup kicker got released from his team. And I'm just like, what the fuck do I, what, what the fuck am I going to do? I tried to trade for someone. Or I, I tried to, what I did was I tried to draw from the... Uh, free agents? What, yeah, the free agents. And it wasn't going through. So I'm like, Jerry, you're the commissioner. Yeah. Here magic this. Magic this into my fucking roster. <laughs> do this and... No, no, it you gotta you gotta learn the waiver wire. What is a waiver wire? Okay, so basically, yes. it's the person who's doing the worst has first pick of the free agents. Okay. On Wednesday, so you put it in up to Wednesday. It's like once a week you get your pool. You yeah, you get the draw pool from the free agents. Yeah, and it'll start with the person who's doing the worst. They're the first priority until the person who's doing the best, who has the last priority, because they're doing the best. So. 
personally, I had like three players that I drew from the free agents because I was priority two or three because I got an email from our fantasy saying that I was going to get last place. But now I've got a couple good players and I might actually stand half a chance in that one of those being F heart because Trinity was a dick and decided to turn down my trades. Jerry, your trades, heavy air quotations, were for a goddamn kicker for a tight end. Hey, hey. A, that's called rape. It was a it was, it, trade rape. It's a copyrighted thing. Is it? It actually is. is. Watch watch the right now. Watch the league. Uh, that's true. Um no. <laughs> you will. And you will enjoy it. You can't make me. But it was a good kicker. It was Hoshka. I have a good who kicker. You now I picked up. Because I, I needed a backup kicker so that I don't have a bye week so, in which I'm not playing anybody. So I drop Hoshka and I pick up F Hart and he gives me like eleven points this week, right? I was going to trade Hoshka for Zach Ertz, who happened to have a groin injury. Oh hey, speaking of stuff, do I need a backup kicker? You can do whatever you want, homie. I when I went to the draft, I had made sure that I had a backup guy for at least every position, so that when bye weeks come around, I can switch some shit. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about. Too bad, uh, Antonio Gates. Yeah, I'm in a situation there where <laughs> one of my backup players that I was going to play during a bye week, he's gotten into some hot water over performance-enhancing drugs. Or that was so, the most polite way you could say. He's <laughs> gotten into some hot water. He's, uh, he's on fucking steroids. He's a giant already. The league said go fuck it. yourself for four games. Yeah. Yeah, basically. And on that fourth game, I need someone to step in where he needed to. Well, I just got a text from my wife saying Eddie Lacy, who is her star running back, is now injured and gave her point nine points this week. So, win goes to Jerry, aka the Big D Dallas. <laughs> and in also football news, I heard that Romo got his ass handed to him today. Wait, Romo didn't get his ass handed to him as much as he just happened to get tackled just wrong and fractured his collarbone on the left side, leaving one of our other friends. Yeah, who, who, who owns him? Is uh, it that, Nico? That would be Nico, Nico with four points for his quarterback. Still beating, Robert. Well, I mean, how many points... Uh... We're in the second quarter right now, and my quarterback has only put up about three points. Thank God. Well, that's what happens when you pick a like, shysty quarterback. What did I get he has Russell week? Wilson. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, last maybe week, not so shysty. Last week, Wilson put, put up nine points. That's it? Really? Dang. Yeah, we're, uh, the guy that I played against uh, last week, your fucking ringer of a... Cousin-in-law. <laughs> this guy put up 12 points. My guy put up 23 points. Aaron Rodgers. Do Aaron Rodgers things. Yeah, R. Wilson is not doing what I need him to. I just know... Uh, Mallet, is that QB? Yeah, that yeah. was a fluke. The fact that that <laughs> game went the way it did... Yeah, don't... You can't go off of one game. 17 points. Yeah, it's Ryan Mallett. He is the quarterback for the Texans. So, Ooh, a good game Texans. doesn't translate to anything. That was a, a good game translates to 
Jesus Christ, how many drugs were the other team on? That's Spider-Man from Family Guy. Everybody gets one. <laughs> All I can think of at this point is that if I'm, any of my teams are playing the Pats, go with the backup. Well, yeah, pretty much. You know, the only real person in the league who should be like, man, I should go with the backup, is Jason for drafting Jordy Nelson. <laughs> And he nearly got the Taco Corp trophy for leaving Nelson in. Almost. <laughs> Almost. And if you haven't watched the league, that's exactly where this is coming from. But he nearly Thanks. got the trophy, but he switched it. But my friend Tyler that we all know decided to leave an inactive player in, hence having no points for that position. Right. So he will be receiving the Taco Corp trophy. Good job, Tyler. Super exciting stuff. <sighs> Guys, I can't talk about this anymore. It's too depressing. <laughs> Especially Stop. with the two of us Stop. at odds this week. I mean, I love you. Which makes this harder? Man, now this think, about, now yeah, think yeah. about my wife and I, okay? Yeah. <laughs> but let's see. I got see what else we've got on the list. Who are we going up against next week? I don't know. Tyler, I'll go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> a touch of love there. Hey, if he leaves the inactive player and you might have a chance. <laughs> Good job on uh, playing on autopilot there, Tyler. Anyway, uh, but uh, speaking of sports. Uh, I was say, you want to move past sport ball? Or yeah. Do you have something else? Well, we'll move past fantasy football onto the uh, sport of racing. Tell me more. Okay. Uh, um, a racist? Are we talking about Donald Trump here? No, we're not talking about Donald Trump. I found an article, <coughs> and it talks about how to race in the comfort of your own home. And it, have you ever been to, like, an arcade or something where they have a... My car's not going to fit in the living room. <laughs> well, you know. Have you ever been to an arcade, boat. and you've seen the, like, the... It's like a car chassis... But it's got hydraulics on all sides, so it'll like shake yeah, it and it'll bank and it'll. There. So there's an article about actually buying one of those and setting up to a computer. So you have like the three big screens, so you can like see what's beside you and in front of you, and it'll shake when you're going over rocky terrain and I'm all that. Picturing this gigantic setup with the three big screens and a USB so, cord running off of it to a laptop. There's a picture of it, right? That's pretty. I mean, this would take up your living room. It looks like you put a racing seat on top of a treadmill and put three screens in front of it. Yeah, it's it's huge. But take a guess as to how much something like that costs, including computer. It comes with a 500 watt, I think. Let me see. Uh, Where was it? It said it. You're asking me how much do I think that costs? How much do you think that it features a... Precision steering wheel. Seventy three thousand dollars, four hundred and twelve. A six-speed shifter, hydraulic pedals, a wide video display with three to five or a curved screen setup. Software preloaded on your PC and a five hundred watt surround sound system, rendering lifelike audio to driving anything from NASCAR to F one to yeah, rally. I'm sticking with my guns. Seventy three thousand four hundred and twelve dollars. Seventy. 2000 is the most expensive one that you can buy. God, I went over, so I don't get any points. These start at... God damn it. 
a measly low price. You can have this in your house for $55,995. You know, or I could buy an actual car. <laughs> All right, on to the next topic. <laughs> That's a lot to spend 50, for a game. Fifty-six grand for just—I mean, don't get me wrong. You could you could realistically race any of the great tracks in the world, right? In any car you want. Minus, realistically, is the programming can allow minus the G forces that you can feel from the real world. And I've seen a couple of car shows try and tackle that exact thing. Where you've got cars that uh, they put actual cars that you're racing in, like uh, Gran Turismo, mm -hmm. put actually put a driver in there yep. with someone else actually driving it in the uh, in the game on the actual track. It you can't duplicate it. Mm -hmm. You can put all the programming in the world into the game, and it it's just not going to be the exact same. Now it's like. Uh, Crap, what was the name of that game? It just lost. It's on PlayStation. Twisted Metal. No, not Twisted Metal. <laughs> it it got... Was it the driving simulator? It, Gran Turismo? It wasn't Gran Turismo, but it was something just like it. Um, either way... No, we're talking about Forza for Xbox, are you? No. It, was on, it was on PlayStation. My okay? I don't remember. But anyway, they actually took every car... Diddy Kong Racing. Yeah, that was it, actually. <laughs> um, but... They uh they took Crash every Bandicoot. car that they actually had in the game and put 70 something microphones around the whole car. Need so <laughs> So wherever you had the camera, that's what it sounded like for that car where the camera was. If you panned the camera to look left, it would sound like you were looking or like you were listening to the car from the right side. So, I just didn't think that games got that realistic. I'm 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 kind of tangenting off real, right here. Angry Birds go. <laughs> <laughs> there is some car from a manufacturer out there. I want to say it's a Nissan, where they've recorded a bunch of different other car audio and whatnot. I know what you'll pipe it through the internal speakers so that it sounds like a completely different. Car. I know a guy. What fucking car. A is guy. In that? Why the fuck would you do that? Well, no, there was a guy who had... Nissan Altima can sound like a Camaro. No, there was, right. a, there was a guy with a Tesla, which, of course, is electric, so no sound at all. Well, what's the one great thing about an internal combustion? It's that sound. You can't get away from the sound of a V12 or a V10. And for a Tesla, I would understand that. You'd rather have a... <laughs> Yeah, but for an actual car but that already has an internal combustion engine. This was a guy. What's the point? This was uh, that I have no idea. This guy had a Tesla and he had external speakers that were mounted in the wheel wells, <laughs> and he took files for like a you know a Bugatti Veyron or a Ferrari F12 or I saw a Bugatti in Europe. We were in oh, the you like, oh yeah. Ooh. Yeah, you just got back from fucking Europe. I did just get back from fucking Europe. It was weird. How was it? So awesome. It was the coolest trip ever. Did you did stop you in Amsterdam? No, we didn't Did stop you in find Amsterdam. your family in Ireland at the end of a rainbow? It was so good. And they were Just find the Bruce Clark. They were much taller than I expected. <laughs> uh, Leprechauns are taller than you? Yeah. <laughs> to no one's surprise. It was 
fantastic. We were there eight days. We went to four countries. I was going to say, where all did y'all hit? So, so you traveled about the square footage of half of Texas. Yeah. <laughs> we were uh, like seriously overwhelmed by how much stuff there was to do. We, in order, went Dublin. Feels like destiny right now. London. Uh, shit. Dublin, London, Paris, and Zurich. It was unreal. We did everything. I just know that my wife didn't like Paris. It was incredible. She um, she was. Uh, so, I think that maybe I've been I like three it. of those four places. Where'd you go? Uh, I was in the Zurich airport. Very cool. I was in the London airport. Scenic. Uh, I was actually in Ireland. Did you go to Heathrow when you went to London? Uh, it's huge. I flew out of JFK, so yeah. it's like. Depending upon what airport you fly out of the U.S. in, you always end up in the same airport. airport. So it's got to be Heathrow, right? Because I that's like so. the big main international hub. They have one that's called London City, but it's if you're going like... Yeah, I think I went into Heathrow. Yeah, that would be the same as going like here to Kansas City. Yeah. So um, the Heathrow Airport, we got there and we only had about an hour and 15 make it minutes to make it, to our, make it to get to our Minuten, to get to our connection. And wow. They we have were, a completely different time measurement system over there as well. It's wild. I thought it was all metrics, but it turns out make-its are how they measure their time. Hmm. Who knew? Fucking kings. Fucking kings and queens. Which, by the way... Did you see the queen? She became the longest reigning, reigning monarch while we were in London. Take a selfie with her? It's pretty fun. I got her autograph. No, I didn't get her fucking autograph. Get out of here. She's so old. They're weekend at Bernie. She's been dead for a decade. So, uh, they, uh, we had to run from our connection to our Dublin airplane. They actually had to dodge the running of the bulls while they ran it. Crazy thing about the Heathrow Airport, they have, like, what looks like a mic stand with a little black dot in the middle of it, and they tell you to stare at the black dot. And so, we run to this point. She's like, stare at the black dot, and I'm exhausted. So my face is like, Rrr. and then we run, run, run to our gate, hop on a tram that takes us another two miles to another gate, get there maybe five minutes before the plane ends up taking off, and there's another one of these like mic stand looking things. She's like, stare at the black dot. I'm like, sure, well, I'm there, so I'm not stressing out anymore, so I'm smiling. And she's like, these don't match. It was no. a damn camera. And it recognizes your face to like the degree that biometric scanning to like it's, it's the, the degree kind of like passport checkpoint. It was, location, isn't it? Yeah, it was similar, but like. And then they retained Trinity different. and did a full anal cavity search. And I got to elect to have that done. They were just <laughs> looking for a signature. Um, it it was. It's called the Flugenhagelhagel. What's what's the shape one? Did you say Flugenhagelhagelhagen? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you, Jerry? Anyway, got a mouthful of beer and you're trying to make me spit it all over the floor. <laughs> mouthful of flugeshagen. Um, <laughs> the whole thing was awesome. We had so much fun. Missed y'all though. Yeah, when you said you're going to the cliffs some more, that was one thing I remember doing when we went to Ireland. My dad was petrified of that. Was he, he hates, really? He hates heights. Oh god, and it's you can literally walk the cliff edge. Oh, hell no. Like, you could jump off the cliff edge if yeah. you wanted to die. And there's, <laughs> there's there's no one there to stop you. And it would be so poetic. Um, you get up on it. Like, there's a part where I guess Ireland owns it. And then once you get past or to those edges, the edges, there's a sign that says, from this point on, it's on private property if you choose to continue. 
And so just whoever the fuck it is owns both sides of that. So once you get past that little gate, you are three feet from the cliff edge. And we were just walking along it. That's a weird tasting beer. You have a, uh, you get that Ruby Redbird? Yeah, I got the Ruby Redbird Shiner. That grapefruit beer is strange. It's odd. Sorry. I've had, the first one I had was Shiner Premium. Regular Shiner beer. You got that Shiner family pack going? Family reunion. It's about the only family reunion I will willingly go to. (laughs) Uh, Shiner Cosmos Reserve. Yeah, that's a, that's a... Very clean tasting beer. Yeah, I like that one a lot. It was a little heavy on the hops, but it was good. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. And then I go from both of those to I don't like the Redbird, a Ruby Redbird. Hey, speaking of reunions, um, Corey, are you going to yours next weekend? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Negative. I elected out of that. Um, I've been elected into it, so I'll be going to your reunion. <laughs> what? <laughs> Chelsea was in my class, so. Oh. See, my class is starting to talk about it, and... You're only a year off now. Yeah. that yeah. That's weird. I've got more people that I don't want to see at the reunion than people that I would oh. be happy to see there. So, I am not doing that. Well, the good news is it's at a brewery. Yeah. So, here's here's the thing. Martin House. So, once I got the invite for my reunion... I had so many people from high school that I never talked to. Not a single damn person that I talked to because I was in our clique, right? Yeah. And these are like the heads of our class and cheerleaders who start events and all that jazz. Well, and They start sending me messages and I'm like, no. Why the fuck are you talking to me? Yeah, who are you? You yeah, were in my you- class of almost a thousand? Yeah, the two people that pretty much organized our union... One of them was, you know, one of the kind of class leaders mm-hmm. and whatnot, and the other one was just a person that I've hate, I've I've not liked through pretty much my entire school career. I went to uh, elementary school with him, and he he didn't terrorize me, but he didn't make it very very much easier on me. Trinity, why did you do that to the poor cat? <laughs> Listen, Corey actually used to beat me up as a child. I mean, I had to take out my frustration on someone. Yeah, <laughs> it's really a trickle effect. But, but yeah, it's like seeing as he was one of the people that was organizing it, it's like I really, really don't want to do. But yeah, this. Like I got a message saying, "Hey Jerry, how you been doing over the last ten, you know, nine, ten years?" And I was like, "Good." I've been doing good? Question mark. And they're like, I have "So been doing. what's been going on?" And they actually they tried to start a conversation with me, and I'm like, "Probably." <laughs> oh. As skeptical as I am, I'm like, okay, you want to just have a little clip it snippet story you can put up on a wall somewhere. Yeah, that or a carry I'm sure scene. That's what right? it is. Do y'all think that like normal high functioning people feel the same way about this shit? Where they're like, this motherfucker reached out to me to say, hey, want to come to a reunion? Or do you think they're like, oh my god, dude, my reunion's coming up. I'm so excited. I have so much social anxiety about being in this place with that many people. I'm like, yeah, I mean, normal a normal brewery tour, it's pretty full. In and I don't know how they're gonna. We need fit another brewery tour. We really do. We've been getting behind on that. Anyway, back to. I don't to know it. how they're gonna fit all these people in Martin House. Well, how many people did you have in your class? Seven hundred. Seven hundred. They literally had like 700. We I had, thought it was like closer to 800 or something, but it may have been 700. We had a shade over a thousand. That's kind of a lot. 
So Jesus, I don't know where we're doing it. I don't know how we're doing it. I don't know anything. I just <laughs> Jerry's actually not going to his. I just He's know going back to high school. It's happening, and for all I know, it could be in the gym at Martin. Someone thought it was a good idea. Hey, we're Martin. Let's go to Martin's <laughs> house. <laughs> you're, gonna be, you're gonna walk in and be like, be funny. Hey, what's going on, Joe? I know you behind the bar. I've been here enough times. Yeah, you may have a better relationship with the staff at Martin House <laughs> than you do with the people you graduated with. I may. <laughs> I remember a couple of the guys from Martin House. Oh, God, the thing is, funny. I never thought I'd say it, but I actually have some enemies. I'd rather not see. Yeah. It yeah. happens. The cool thing about being an adult on podcast related is that as an adult, like you don't have to fuck with people you don't like. Yeah. <laughs> you? Fuck I you. It's like, yeah, you kind of had to interact with people, but now as an adult, I don't have to fucking care. Yeah, and like it doesn't even have to be a rude thing. It's just like, uh, that's not something I like doing, so I'm just not going to do it. Like, I don't like being punched in the dick, yeah. so I'm not going to get punched in the so dick. pass on this whole situation. <laughs> this is, yeah. Corey, you came to the reunion. No, no. Came to Martin House. <laughs> the reunion uh, happens. It happens to be day. here. I'm here. I come here all the beer. time. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to sit over here with these cool people that actually sit behind the taps. <laughs> I'm thinking that maybe I will cut up some jorts and wear those to this one. Oh. <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> Swing for the fences on this opportunity. It's going to be good. It'll be great. Somehow I missed you in high school the whole time. Go fucking figure. Jerry, you miss me all the time. Well, two years difference. It's going to happen. It is going to happen. Well, we're at about an hour here. I actually had a couple of things left in the list here that I'm not sure if we could... We could try and talk about it really quick. I'm down. Okay. I'd like to go back to ad-libbing card games. While Jerry talks about this thing. Car games. Yeah. There was a Mega Man racing game that came out in Japan. Jesus Christ. Is that what we're talking about? Yes, that's exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> Hold on a second. How about the fact that Ernie Hudson... Crazy Taxi? <laughs> yes, is going to make an appearance in the Ghostbusters Dreamcast reboot. Only, wasn't it? Huh? Wasn't that Dreamcast? Yeah, it's Dreamcast. <laughs> I had a Dreamcast. Fantastic Screw system. off. I, I never had a Dreamcast. I had I a Dreamcast, and it was one of my favorite systems ever. Yeah, well, and we kept it in Brianna's room, which yeah. is so random. Like, we and not downstairs where no, everything else was. No, 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 just hanging out in Brianna's room. Old Dreamcast. Hey, I had a Dreamcast. It was a great system. I had a Dreamcast. Cast. I had a dream. Within a dream? What the fuck, man? <laughs> God damn it, MLK. <laughs> um, let's see. I wanted to touch on, before we quit for the night, um, y'all knew, or y'all had heard the announcement some time ago that they were planning on making Pacific Rim 2. Had you not? Had you? I don't even know what Pacific Rim is. What the f- Are you- Hold on, Jerry. Wait, what? What did you what? just say? I don't- you don't know what Pacific Rim is? No, that sounds like a really bad sex position. Hold on. <laughs> one, hardy hard. <laughs> Two, really? No, really. I don't know what Pacific Rim is. I'll say this. A couple of years ago, Guillermo del Toro made a monster film. Yes, the same del Toro. A monster film, Godzilla in scale, about monsters, or alien monsters that came up through a dimensional rift in the Pacific Rim. 
And we fought those monsters with gigantic robots. Uh, oh. Uh, it was beautiful. Yep. Apparently, I gotta go watch Pacific Rim. You do. You need to find that now. If I wasn't already loaning that movie out at the moment, I would force you to come up to... Is it on Netflix? I don't think so. Is it on Hulu? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) No, for sure not. No. It's on Amazon. Is it? I've got Amazon. Amazon. Anyways, there was talk for a sequel to it, but it keeps suffering from delays, and the last announcement was that it might be in an indefinite delay. Del Toro, though, is not... He doesn't seem to be worried about it. So, I don't know what to think at this point for the future of Pacific Rim 2. Doesn't he have something else? Oh, he has that uh, semi-horror movie coming out with... Not Benedict Cumberbatch. Who's the other one? Tom Hiddleston. Um, What the fuck is it called? I don't know anything about a Del Toro horror flick. Really? Oh my god, okay. So, I'm gonna talk amongst yourselves. Uh, A topic. While you're looking that up... I will also, uh, y'all have heard that there have been talks about a Gambit spinoff. That I have heard, and the human penis can only get so erect. I did not have that exact uh, sentiment for it. Gambit is my favorite X-Man. Yeah, but how would you feel about a casting of Channing Tatum for Gambit? And there goes the erection. Because... They actually have him locked in for the film. No. Oh, damn it. So the I thing wanna... is, though... Uh, Are you still the there, buddy? Are we still there's there? There's a dick. There's Jerry's penis. <laughs> the thing is, the director for the film, uh, Rupert Wyatt, I don't know what he's done. So, don't even... He's dropped out. So, they don't have a director for it anymore. The so film was supposed to start in November. it's a movie with a star and no director. Yeah, filming was supposed to start in November. We'll see if that actually happens. He did. Uh, People, please hang on. I'm gonna go direct a movie, <laughs> and I'm going to fire Channing Tatum. That's terrific. The thing is, Rise of the Planet I, of the Apes. Oh, really? Wow. And the Gambler. I don't feel like they lost a whole lot. The thing is, I like Channing Tatum for comedy. And such, but I'm not. not don't be a, a pure action film with him. It's Gambit, like the most badass X Man of them all. Was he your favorite X Man? He was my favorite X Man. Who's your favorite X Man? That you should be able to spout that off. I mean, like your penis length. I don't think that's true. Probably Nightwalker. Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. That one. Man, it's awkward. Can do pretty much whatever he wants to. Lives between dimensional rifts. Yeah. 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 Corey? Blackish. What? Your favorite? My favorite X Men? Yeah. Bruce Jenner. <laughs> <laughs> What's the special power on Bruce Jenner, huh? The ability to change gender at will. Um. Can change back, huh? <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think Gambit was actually my favorite X-Men. Was he really? He's just a badass. Remy LeBeau, man. The card trickster. I know. Um, From New Orleans. Found anything about uh, Pacific Rim? I did, yeah. No, I'm ready. It's called Crimson Peak. Crimson? 
That God. That kind of sound familiar. Does How it? many sexual things can this sound like? This podcast. You're talking about Crimson Valley? Either or. Take your pick. Walk through mud. Um, this podcast may fall under the explicit category. Like yeah. All the other it channels. always has. It's it every, always every episode has been labeled explicit. Don't worry about that. I'm proud of our accomplishments here. That's a great. So. Beautiful. Uh, it, it's an awkward angle. Yeah, it is. It sounds super del Toro-y. In the aftermath of a family tragedy, an aspiring author is torn between love for her childhood friend and the temptation of a mysterious outsider. Hang on. Hang on. Before you continue. Trying didn't you just say this was about... Monsters under the ocean, or aliens under the ocean. Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim, yes. And this is a sequel. Pacific Rim 2. Yeah. And, and it's it. about a writer? No, 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 no. Okay, I thought you were... He's talking about something completely different, a horror I, film called Crimson Peak. Oh, I thought you were saying this was... I thought you were saying this is Pacific Rim 2, uh, no. Crimson Peak. No. no. And I was like, what the fuck? That's right, Del Toro doesn't give a shit. About any of your literary confines. Look at that. I can't. I'm kind getting negative art. It does look kind of creepish. I see, I see hand eyes. I think hand he eyes. Likes the hand eyes. Things draw heavily from hand eyes. But the imagery of this thing is kind of... I think of everything that you know from Del Toro. Pan's Labyrinth. I loved Pan's uh, Labyrinth. I mean, eat, to get Hellboy. by... Hellboy. The, the first one or... The... Both. Both of them were... Del Toro films. Both of them were... Gil- oh, damn. It's got Jessica Chastain in it. I like her. It's got Guillermo del Toro. There he is. Yeah. Looks like genius. He's a genius. But yeah, now you need to go... Almost as smart as Ladasha. I'm giving you some homework, Jerry. At some point before next podcast, I want you to watch Pacific Rim. And tell me how much you like it. Because I know you. You're going to love it. Okay, only if how long how long is Pacific Rim? Uh, probably about hour and a half, hour forty five, something like that. Hour forty five. Two, four, six, two, four. You owe me five episodes of the league. God damn it, Corey! You have ah. Uh, that's a, that's approximately an hour forty five. I'll say this: you will not be disappointed with you. I assure you, you will not be disappointed with this shit. I'm actually. I need to look up the running time on Pacific Rim so I don't get roped into more of this than, <laughs> I, uh, than I actually need to be. It so. is. It's so much better than. Okay. I think it's being made out to be. So the league, the what they rally around is fantasy football, but it's not. But it's at not all about fantasy football. Let's go ahead and go with an hour and 45. Hour 45? What the real, it's actual fuck, dude? Two hours? What on earth? Minutes. I have been staring at this goddamn thing for the last 10 minutes trying to get an update on where we stand. You have stalled out at 70. Just stalled out. Nothing happening. I have not moved real far from 50. I just checked it again. I'm still at 50. I you, just jumped up to 82. 82, Corey. Where the hell did that come from? Great question. I Who is it? Who is I'm it? only playing one person right now. Who is it? My, my QB, Wilson. Well, okay, it's Russell. Ro- Robert? I hate you. Wow. God, I... Just... No, not, not, not Leanne's cousin. Russell. Russell, not Robert. Ray J? Ray J. It's actually Ray J. Boner. Rupert. Grint? 
Murdoch. <laughs> but I don't. Fall. Okay, so it's two hours and fifteen minutes. Call it two fifteen. Sure. Yeah, okay. Two two eleven two ten. So you owe me six to seven episodes of All the right. league. It's gonna be great. That's fair. Okay. I'll do it. Done. You, everyone on the interwebs, you, you have heard, heard this. I've agreed to six episodes of the league. Oh, I'm not looking forward to that. I promise you, when you get on next time we podcast, all you're going to talk about is the league. I do need another show to start because I finished up uh, the last two shows. Now, I will say, Hulu just dropped Season 7 of the league, and I haven't watched Season 7. So I'm kind of pissed off. I just finished 6. Maybe Netflix will have it. I was going to say. Nope, Netflix doesn't have it. Er. Netflix has something, or they're picking it up in the end of September. Are they? Yeah. Good. I, I need it. The list yesterday. I've I heard great things about Narcos on Netflix. Narcos. Is that yeah. one of their original series? Yeah. About Pablo Escobar. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Netflix original series, I'm a little bit late into the game with this one, but I just finished up uh, the first season, the only season right now of Daredevil. Oh, how'd you like it? It was I haven't watched fantastic. it. I haven't watched it. Uh, Spoiler! I don't care about spoilers. Fanboy, I am. I will say that it is probably my favorite Marvel property right now. I'm gonna. I'm gonna test your Marvel Marvel prowess. Have you played Contest of Champions? What? That does not count as Marvel prowess. It's Marvel. It doesn't count as Marvel. Okay, it's on your phone. It's an app. It's called Marvel Contest Champions. It's like Street Fighter with Marvel characters. Oh, I don't do fighting games. Well, okay. I suck horribly at fighting games. The computer will take me out in round two. Okay. Corey fights in real life. Corey, show me your fists. See those things? Damn. Yeah. It's like the Black Panther. Eagle That's Claw. Right. Mean green. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out. That's where I've been blackout drunk. <laughs> Done a couple of those up there. But yeah. Daredevil, because they are, they're existing only on Netflix right now, they don't have kind of the, they're going against kind of the kid-friendly vibe that the rest of the Marvel franchise is kind of putting out in the movie-verse. Oh, really? It's so dark and gritty. Is it really? Yes. I gotta watch it now. I love it. Because that was one thing that's kind of just irking me, is the happy side of kid-friendly. And you can expect... Probably the same amount of stuff for all the other new Marvel properties that are going to be popping up on Netflix. Really? That was one of the other things that was on my list is the new Marvel stuff that's coming up. Uh, the next one is going to be a series called Jessica Jones. I'm actually not really familiar with that Marvel character, but the lead character of Jessica Jones is going to be played by Kristen Ritter. Uh, probably remember her from Breaking Bad. Uh, Jesse's oh, girlfriend. Oh, Yeah. That's going to be really bad. Uh, there's a character that's going to be in that that they're going to spin off into his own series called Luke Cage. I think he's a more prominent Marvel figure, but I don't know him either. But what I'm more excited about is they're working on Daredevil Season 2 right now, and Punisher shows up. Mama. The Punisher. The Punisher. He's kind of a... He's like a... It, Kind of like a Batman who just doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, he's kind of... He's, he's got all the gadgets. Kind of he's got all the gadgets, but he's like, hey, he's here's my face. 
remember it because you're there. about to die. He murders people. Yeah. Brutally. He outright murders people. And that makes him a perfect choice for the kind of dark greediness of the Marvel verse that they're kind of fostering in Netflix. This is starting to sound more and more like my kind of thing. I'm, I've, I've got a theory at this point that in the movie universe, it's going to culminate with the Infinity Wars. They're going to have an Infinity War Part 1 and 2. Mm. My theory is that in Part 1, the Avengers get their asses handed to them. Okay, I still haven't seen Age of Ultron because I'm a terrible person. Okay, that so. happens. Jerry, shame on you. I haven't either. But you know... I have two kids. What's your excuse? You, you know the theory behind Infinity War, right? Yeah, I, I yeah. The Infinity Stones come together and the Infinity Gauntlet wielded by Thanos. Yeah. I, my theory is that the Avengers are going to have their asses handed to them. And in Infinity War Part 2, they bring together everyone in the Marvel Universe. Hopefully also including the TV Universe. You need to look at Contest of Champions. Maybe. We'll look into that. But And on that note... Wait, it's, wait. No? Yes? No. Quick, quick little tidbit. Quick tidbit. Just, just a tip. One of the, uh, one of the things that I saw coming up on uh, one of my sites that I use for information. I'm not an Xbox person. I don't know how this works, but Microsoft is planning to introduce changes to the reputation system of Xbox online or live or whatever they call it for those yeah, Microsoft types. I think it has something to do with how players interact with each other. Oh. Uh, we That's bad. Gonna, we were trying to keep it off air, but Trinity just oh floated my a gnarly air biscuit that I'm kind of afraid of getting over here. Um, but uh, <laughs> Xbox boss Mikey Barra wrote on Twitter that Microsoft is looking at the reputation system and has changes in the works. He didn't offer any specifics, though, but teased this, that an announcement oh about the changes God. is coming soon. Coming soon, the removal of my nose. Yeah, I know. Uh, this room that is maybe 15 by 10. I mean... If that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really worried about the uh, reputation... Good God. I'm not really worried about the reputation Jesus. changing that much. Uh, I feel like I'm a pretty nice Hang on. person online. <laughs> uh, oh, beer smells so much better. I, I feel even, nothing. I can't finish my thought at this point. My mind is clattered up, and so is the rest of this room. Incredible. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna let y'all go. I am, uh, <laughs> that is all for episode nine. We are dead. The nerds of DFW. I've been Corey Vandersleen, Jerry Johnson, Trinity Bruce, and we all are going to see you back here next month. Considering hopefully. we live through this room right now if we survive to broadcast oh my another god time, trinity we'll see you back here and then thank you for tuning in we'll see you next time